This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What you need to know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Louda, what do you got? No cheating has been taking place today. I am proud to say that. Anyways, um, I actually saw this really cool thing that Spain did, and I think Lindsay's going to love this. They just passed a new law to make pets legal family members. So starting um, started January 5th, 2022, this year. Last week, pets are no longer just objects. They are a part of their families. And it's a law now. So I think we should follow with that because I think of my dog as my family. That's like my kid. And I would hope that it has a little bit more rights. So I think that was pretty cool that Spain did that. What's the benefit? That they're part of my family legally, man. Yeah, you like probably a- like leave your will to your like leave your house to your dog. Yeah, there's people that do that anyway. So, yeah. Yeah. They just well, made think- it a law. If anything, they should let people travel with their pets again because the fact that you can't anymore is ridiculous just because some idiot brought like a donkey on a plane. Oh, my God. So get this. So now you just reminded me of something crazy. So when I was flying out the other night or the other day in the from LAX, there was a lady who was losing her bleep. Okay, like screaming at everybody. And I'm like, I was like, whoa, like I was. So I intervene. No, it's not my problem. I ain't getting yeah. involved in that. Okay, Are you good crazy? Man. Smart, smart man. So she was going nuts. She had her dog with her, and mm-hmm. I only caught some of the conversation. She was on the phone with somebody and like yelling. She had just finished yelling at all the people at the t- at the desk <laughs> at the ticketing agents. Yeah. Um, and she's like like talking so loud that everybody, anybody within like fifty feet of her, could hear. Um, like how she was being discriminated against because nice. of her dog oh, and i was right. just like whoa what like this sounds insane to me um something about the carrier she had was not the proper carrier and then they wanted to give her another carrier and that was she it wasn't suitable for her and it was like this whole ordeal and i was so the line was empty um because the airport was super empty when i went there um yesterday at at noon and I was like the person behind her with my 82-year-old mother, okay? <laughs> and I'm like I'm like what is going to happen here because this <laughs> the person at the counter is going to be ready to take me like do I go around her? Do I say, "Ma'am, I know you're having a rough day, but I need to get around you. I'm sorry." And thankfully the guy came from around the counter, opened the uh the rope thing and let me go around the other way and was like, "Sir, we'll take you this way." And I was like, "Whoo, thank God." And I immediately said to the guy, hey, man, I'm sure you're glad that the uh, the holiday rush is over and hopefully everyone here is, is okay and healthy and safe. He's like, yeah, yeah, not all of us, but we're good. Thank you. Like, they were just having a miserable day. And she was still screaming at the people to his left when I was still getting my stuff done and checking in bags. I was just like, whoa, it was insane. But the, the reason I brought that up is because you mentioned the stuff about dogs on planes. And this lady, for whatever reason, was having a rough moment. With this airline. Did you think about taking out your phone, turning on your video No, camera, hell no. Are you crazy? Because, you know, you never know when a good airport fight breaks No, out. I'm not doing that. I'm not going to be the guy taking that video. I don't want to be in any of those videos. You know, I, 
Why would you have done that? If if hands she's screaming being, at everybody if, at the ticket at the ticket counter, screaming at the top yeah. of her lungs, and then on her phone, yelling at someone on her phone so they could all hear what she was saying, and yeah. kept saying discrimination. And I'm like, is there such a thing as discrimination because of a dog? Like I'm, I'm I may have missed that day, you know. Well, uh, some school, people are but, dogists, you know, and yeah. um, you know they they got a problem with the dog. Yeah. Yeah. But um, if if hands start flying. Yeah, I don't want to be anywhere in, near involved with the. Uh, with but the you're going to be taking a video. But I mean, you know, if I got a chance to, you know, kind of go viral uh, like that, you know. Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, airport, airport fights yours. But do you are you doing that simply because you want your Twitter account to go yeah, viral? Is that really? It? I just I just find it so fascinating how angry people are today. No, then why would you take the video then? Well, I mean, have you seen all these videos of airport fights or people have. misbehaving on airplanes and fighting? Right. And but it's like, why, hey, you gotta get, you gotta have an eyewitness account of what's going sure, on here. But why would you be honest? You want yeah. the, your social to blow up that one day? Eh, I don't know if I really want it to blow up for that. But then why would you record it? Who cares? You've already seen it happen. As a as a as an accredited media member, oh, I feel it is my responsibility yeah, to right. document what is going on here when there's criminal behavior. Okay, Lindsay, would you record the the thing? An no, altercation. I've seen stuff like that before, and that's definitely not the first thing that comes to my mind. I'm sure other people would, but that's just not how I think. I'd be more intrigued in just like seeing it for myself. Yeah, I wouldn't think to do that. Yeah, uh, Lauda. Nah, we have enough negativity. I'm good. We don't need yeah. to record that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, Raul just text uh, tweeted me and said, "If pets are now legally family, can they be added as dependent for tax purposes?" Well, that's just what asking. I was asking. Yo, that's well, I, I, that's I mean, in Spain, yes. I don't think it's not here, right? That's what I was asking. What's the benefit? You know? Yeah, there it is. Because yeah, the medical dependent. bills for some Man. of these dogs. Let me tell. Oh no, medical you bills are for dogs low. are crazy. Let I used to have, you. I used to have dachshunds, you know, and they have really long backs, and uh -huh. we. We had to have back surgery for one of them. It was oh. like seven grand, man. Oh. Mm -hmm. Dude, that's why I, I have pet insurance. Eighty. Oh, I mean, I got pet insurance too. Still I had it. I had what? a pet. Still. So I, I had pet insurance. This dog was like thirteen years old or whatever. I had pet insurance for like twelve years, and I'm like, you know what? <laughs> it's just getting ridiculous. I'm like, done with this pet insurance. No. It was like two hundred dollars a like month at that point. Every year, yeah. yeah, it really does. It was like two hundred and something bucks a month, and I'm like, forget it. If if something happens, to, I'm gonna end up paying for it anyway. Like, whatever, dude. And whatever insurance they're gonna give me for the back, I looked it up. The back thing was was only gonna be like ten or fifteen percent. Oh. I'm like, at this point, I'll have that for, with what I'm paying That's on the true. yearly anyway. Um, Seven grand for back surgery for a thirteen year old dachshund. How long did yeah. the dog live thereafter? Uh, he lived just fine, and we uh, we able to get. We he was with my mom, and that's why he ended up during the pandemic. He got he was always in really good shape, but he got heavy during the pandemic because nobody was walking him. Obviously, at the beginning, um, and he he was a jumper, so he jumped off the couch and hurt his back. Um, but then we got him back into shape, and he was back to primo shape. Um, my mom couldn't handle him anymore, so we uh, we gave him away to a family we knew, and and he's still going and having fun. Wow. You guys walk him on a treadmill or something? How'd you get him back? I mean, my, I had a dog trainer who used to be like his dog trainer since he was a little guy. And like oh. he helped, helped him get back into shape. Wow. And my, at one point, I was yeah. paying almost in, as much for my dog's monthly Wait. medical costs as I was for rent. Oh well, let, I, I believe it. And now, so you, you keep reiterating $7,000 a month dog uh, back surgery. Like, so you're saying you wouldn't do it? Yeah, I don't think I would. Wow. wow. Yeah. 
Wow. wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's terrible. You shouldn't have a dog that. I'm sorry, okay? I mean, it's you like can afford grand. it, that's for sure. I don't know about that. Seven grand. I got two kids in college right now. I got a third one going to college next year. Ah, you just it's do like, a couple live reads. Like, You'll be fine for a fitness app. <laughs> oh, really? A couple more for fitness coach? I don't yeah. make that much money, and I still would do it, and I've done it for my dogs. What's the most you've ever spent on your dog's health? Oh, I so I'll give you a great story about the my dogs. When we had two dogs, he had a you know a, a buddy. Uh, we had a boy and a girl. I had um, I had some sort of injury. I think it was a knee injury, and so whatever. I had a knee injury. This is years ago. I was like, like I don't know, close to fifteen years ago now. Um, maybe like ten, yeah, somewhere between ten and fifteen. Anyway, I wasn't even living in LA. I was living in Miami. And it was before ESPN. So knee injury. Go to the doctor. Doctor prescribes me all sorts of meds, including like uh, prescription strength naproxen, which is a leave. Um, you know, like whatever the high the, the dosage was it was a super high dosage. So my wife and I go out to dinner. I had the um, the prescription in like the little little Ziploc bag they give you uh, at some of these like at Walgreens or whatever, and I put it on the counter. So this little bastard, um, apparently, when we were gone to dinner. Um, must have like crept up to the counter and was able to snag it and he broke through the bottle and they I didn't know who ate what but they had a whole bottle of prescription strength naproxen and my wife and I immediately were like oh no what do we do well we got to pump their stomach so we drove to like a 24-hour pet you know uh, vet thing and they pumped their stomach and had to keep them for a couple of days and of course it turned out that little guy, which is also the guy that um, eventually had the back surgery, ate all of them and threw a bunch of it up. But he ate a he ate the he ate them. And the other girl, the little one, she little because she was smaller. <laughs> the poor thing, she was like such a nice dog. She all she had was the plastic. She could, he wouldn't even let her probably eat the damn uh, the pills. Um, so she had plastic in her stuff. So we pumped both their stomachs. They had to stay for several days and. You emergency vets are super expensive. Um, I think we spent like five grand on each at oh. that time for a couple oh. of days, and all she had in her stomach was plastic. But so I have spent, I would say, easily on dogs. I've spent like you know, I mean, hi, like historically, in twenty something years, probably like thirty, forty grand on dogs. Oh my god, man! Seven easily between for food, back surgery, between food and vet bills and stuff stomachs. like that. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, if you add it all up, you know, with, like, everything you get them. Yeah. Wow. My one dog was easily 30 grand. He had, by the time he died, he he was 14. He had diabetes. He was blind. He had Cushing's disease. And he probably had, like, four or five emergency vet trips for, one time he ate a bottle of muscle relaxers. Uh, yeah. He, yeah, he, yeah. He he got into some bad stuff and like he he died and like had to get brought back to life a number of times. It's crazy. Wow. It's so, it's so expensive too. Yeah. yeah. Kaplan, you're you're just not an animal person. No, no. I mean, listen, I have a dog. Yeah. And I love. But you the wouldn't dog. pay seven grand to keep him alive. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, I know that makes me sound really cold <laughs> and and like really like like a big jerk. I mean, I really do know that that makes me sound like a nasty person. But the fact of the matter is, come on, there's other people Because here's out the there. thing. I can understand if you couldn't afford it, but you, you, you're all right. You no, know dude, I mean? like, seven grand for a dog's back surgery right now. Like, Okay, I mean, let's open this up right now. 877-710-ESPN. Right, and listen, I, if you can't afford it, that's one thing. Like, I get it. But, you know, we, we all do all right around here, okay? So I, I am curious to see if, if, if anyone has spent 
what what is the the largest amount they've spent on on a dog in a in a in a vet emergency or whatever type situation? Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Also, I do want to finish that Raiders conversation here in a second, um, so we can do that. And I want to get into Russell Westbrook's nightmare um, and how I have figured out a solution for him. And I'm not alone. Apparently, Kendrick Perkins has a solution. So we'll have that all for you this hour. Don't go anywhere. But open up the phones. I want to hear about your pet stories. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Coming up next, again, three minutes. We'll have all that for you. We'll have your calls. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Oh, let this one go, Laura. Oh no, but the lead up, the ramp is too long on this one, right? Yeah, I just let it go underneath until the good stuff comes on. <laughs> um, so Steve Mason has texted us. He says he simply wrote the word heartless. <laughs> and that was clearly directed at you, Scott Kaplan, about the animals, um, the pets. And, you know, it, yeah, I mean, Mace knows he's got old dogs, too. Like, that's well, that's the tough that's the tough part, you know, when you've been with them for all this time. I and, understand. You know. I know. Here's here's a tweet from Laker Devin who says, Yo, Cap, um, love your honesty, but you might want to bite your tongue on the pet talk just looking out for you on a PR level. I totally feel you. All I'm saying is this. So I got four kids. Yeah. Two are currently in college. One is going to college. The question was, if you had to spend $7,000 on your dog's back surgery, would you do it? And my honest answer, okay, I can backtrack. And go, oh, no, no, no. I want you to be honest. No, I think my, it's whole- tell- yeah. My honest answer is yeah. I would have a very, very hard time saying, yeah, okay, fine. Here's my credit card. Swipe it. $7,000. Back surgery. Go ahead. Now, yeah. my kids, my kids would be losing their mind. My daughter would be like, I will drop out of college. You know, like my other daughter would be like, I don't have to go to college. Like these kids would lose their mind. They'd be like, Dad, you have to pay the $7,000. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus, I don't think your kids sound like that. Kind of if, a little. If I could go back in time to when my dog died, it was like about a year ago. I would have paid $10,000 to keep him alive for another year. No joke. I could. I would have. There you go. So let's go to the phones. We got people who want to chime in on this because, of course, they do. Uh, Ernie is in Simi Valley. Ernie, what do you got? Hey, what's going on, guys? Um, so funny story. I'm kind of on cap side here. Um, my wife, we were dating at the time, had a dachshund. It was already about like 11 years old, and it got attacked by coyotes, and we had to take it to emergency vet, and, uh, you know, they did the whole thing. And they said it, the bill is going to be about $3,000. And I was there. She was devastated. She was basically crying. And the first thing I said was, uh, well, how much to put it down? You know, for that price, for that price, you can get a, a, a puppy. You can get a new one. You know, 11 years, that's a long life. That's how I figured. But, yeah. The look hey. everybody gave me was not, a, was not a good look. 
Yeah, I bet. I bet that was not a good look in that room at that time. Uh, now you can laugh at it, but you probably weren't laughing when you said it then. Um, yeah, love well, the honesty, married though, me, dude. so, you know. Well, love, there's that, I love I the honesty. Yeah. Uh, all right, Ernie. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Let's go to uh, Beto and Whittier. Beto, what's up? Mr. Models, Mr. Models, I hope I don't get cut off here by the 16 to 6.05. But, I mean, I get what the last caller said because I wasn't a dog person at first, bro. But they become family because I would have probably been in the same position that that guy was in. Like, okay, what does it cost to put him down? But, no, man, after you make a connection with the dog and with the pet in general, what they give you back, man, you'll go through whatever lengths or whatever hoops because they do it for you uh, twice full. They don't ask for much. I get that. They do become family. Uh, yeah, man, I, I spent whatever it takes, uh, whether it be through pet insurance. And I'm with you, Sedano, man. It, it, it's, it's, all a, it's all a scam anyway because if all you do is just – if you're paying that much, then just pay what out-of-pocket you're going to pay and, and so be it. It, it adds up to being the same thing. Yes, I would agree. I mean, yeah. I'm in for like $100 a month of, of pet insurance. Hey, George, one thing I maybe I should So you're paying said, $1,200 on pet insurance yeah. a year. Yeah. But you in know, an emergency situation, you wouldn't pay seven grand. Well, you know, one thing I probably should have added to this conversation, this may be a new layer to consider everybody. Now, this dog, Jack the Frenchie, that's his name. This dog is my ex-wife's dog. Okay, so I only have the dog about 20% of the time, you know. And I've been thinking recently is about adopting like a, uh, you know, a dog that needs a family, you know, a dog that is... Uh, it's in a kennel right now, and it needs to go somewhere. I've been recently thinking about, like, saving a dog. But this particular dog, it's my ex-wife's dog. Do I have to pay seven grand for its back? That ain't the dog's fault, bro. Be nice to the dog. I love the dog. Okay, then pay the money. Pay up. Well, hopefully his Cap back stays good. Now we're getting messages from the boss asking, what did Cap say? Oh, no. Uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, man. Someone, someone said, said they, they called PETA said. on you. Here's what Cap said. He'd rather put the money into his children than into his dog. Sorry, everybody. It's just the way it goes. <laughs> Seriously. All right. Let's go. Who's next, Laura? Let's go to Manny in Hudupa Valley. What's up, Manny? All right. Hey, guys. Uh, love the show. So let me recap the score. So Sedano paid the seven grand. Cap said he won't, right? Right. Yeah. Okay, so I agree with Steve Mason. It is heartless, but not towards Cap. So, Dono, you paid seven grand, and you gave the dog away. Did he die from depression? No, I gave the dog away because my 82-year-old mother can't handle a dog right now because she has really bad memory, bro. Like, she has bad short-term memory. She can't take care of the dog. So I gave the dog to a family who would be able to take care of him. All right, that's a good, that, that's a good backpedaling right there. No, not backpedaling. It. It's you're, the reality you're of the story. Back, bro. You're, <laughs> it's the I, real I story. Love, I love, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, you deserve to be on the radio. Um, I wouldn't pay. Wait, wait. You, are you trying to say me. that? I, are you trying to insinuate that I'm lying about that? No, no, no. You're, you know, you're, you're good, bro. You're good. Oh, okay. um, I'm not insinuating. That's a good story, but. I personally. I mean, it I does sound. Oh, wait, 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 no, no. I it does sound. It, no, no, wait, wait, wait. It absolutely sounds like you're you trying to say I'm making that, that up. Never, yes, he did. You never said that in he, the beginning. He did. He said his. He, they I said my to, mom couldn't yeah. take care of him anymore. Did I have to go into the detail that she's losing her memory and that I? I didn't oh, you're feel, right. I I didn't have. I didn't feel like I needed to divulge that. But since you were trying to be 
a kind of a pain in the ass with me. I figured I should tell you the entire truth at this point, so that way you can leave. You can stop, you know, being a pain in the ass. Okay, you're right. My wife would agree with you too. Thanks, guys. I'm out. All right, Brian. All right. See All right, you later. Um, Chuck in Santa Clarita. Chuck, how are you? What's up, Chuck? Hey, San Clemente. Oh, sorry, in San Clemente. It said Santa Clarita on the on my board, so I apologize. Yeah. Well, me and my ex-wife had a cat, still alive. It was three months old, and we thought we'd take it on a road trip. It was in her bag, and as soon as she went to slam the door, it jumped out of the, uh, the out of the bag, and she slammed its head in the in the car door. Oh. <laughs> Dropped like a rock. It's only three months old, and it cost three thousand dollars in two days. And everyone said, why didn't you just get a new cat? But cat's now 15 years old and still still kicking. There you go, Chuck. Look at that. Was it worth oh, the 2000 so, so glad that ended happily. Yeah, really. It, was, it didn't yeah. sound good. It was kind of scary for a second there. I was going to say, between 3, you and Manny, that was, this, this took a turn for the worse. It was 3000 and yes, it was worth the money. Thank you, know, you Chuck. Know. Now that saved the day. This same go. dog, by the way, George, that I have. When this yeah. dog was Thank a little Chuck. puppy, um, my niece dropped the dog, broke the dog's arm or, I guess, leg, and uh, had to take it to a vet and have, like, emergency surgery. And I remember we walked in, and they said, well, it's going to be $2,500. And I was like, <gasps> like, really? Like, 2500 bucks? Your sister's kid just dropped the dog, and it's 2500 And I wound up paying it. I paid the 2500 So you but- have a cap. Cap well, is what you're right, saying. Right, but, yeah. but 7000 for back surgery. That one, that one right now, as I'm looking at, I'm looking at the bills rolling so basically, in for college, I'm like, you're, yo. You're, you're telling me you're like the Oakland A's, right? Like you're willing to pay only so much. <laughs> I'm like the Billy Bean of, of, of uh, pet owners right now. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> I'm the money right, ball let, guy. Let's, <laughs> good Lord. What, is, what a strange segment this turned into. <laughs> Carlos in L.A. before we move on. Carlos. How's it going, guys? Uh, thanks for taking my call. So I think you're either a, a, a pet person or you're not. Um, yeah. I, I think I'm, I'm a massive dog dad. I have two Huskies, one a Malamy and one's a Siberian. But um, uh, Malachi, who's, uh, who's a Malamy, uh, he's just different. He eats anything that's in front of his face. And unfortunately, one time he got, uh, he got a hold of a towel, and he uh, pretty much just tore it all up, ate part of it, got stuck in his stomach $7,000 later. Um, he's coming back home two weeks after that. Uh, he got a hold of, uh, of, uh, of my mail. I don't know how he got it, but he started chewing my mail. There was a credit card in there. Um, luckily nothing happened. Uh, a few months after that, um, I had a lady friend over things got a little bit, you know, exciting. And when she went later that night, when she went to change, she couldn't find any of her underwear and, uh, she wore some lingerie as well. She brought some lingerie over. And she couldn't find it, and the first thing I thought of was like, "Oh my god, it. this happened yeah. again!" Yeah, my dog yeah. ate it. He ate some yeah. lingerie. That's actually a hilarious story, <laughs> actually. I think. So what happened? <laughs> but, but uh, so I found this out later. Uh, hydrogen peroxide. If you give your dog, uh, depending on the weight, but you can give them a, a certain amount, uh, and it'll. Uh, and if you walk them for about ten to fifteen minutes. It'll upset their stomach enough to where they'll just throw up whatever they have inside of yeah. them, including the hydrogen peroxide, and it actually works. 
So, it, I mean, it's not something that you should be doing on a regular basis, but if it's one of those things where your dog ate some medicine, which it has happened to me as well, yeah. um, uh, it'll, it'll, they'll just throw up whatever is inside their stomach. So uh, it, it can save you a couple of thousand bucks. But, yeah, he's, uh, dogs are different sometimes, man. But if you're a dog person, you're going to pay the fee no matter what. And it's just, that's just the way it is, you know? Yeah. All right, brother. Appreciate you, Carlos. Good call, man. And did you have to buy a new lingerie for your girlfriend or what? Oh, well, we didn't ask him. We should yeah. have asked him that sooner. Because then it becomes even more expensive. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that Victoria's Secret. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Here's, this, here's the secret. You're going to pay a lot of money. That's for sure. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Coming up next, Radio Tinder, everyone's favorite segment in the 5 o'clock hour. It's coming up in two minutes. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. All right, Linz, what do you got? All right, guys, so Tom Brady announced the launch of his new clothing brand, Brady, earlier today. (laughs) But apparently, if you want to be able to even afford any of this stuff, you have to be a huge baller. So I'm going to send you guys uh, some of these pictures of this stuff. Hold on here because I forgot to do that earlier. Okay, so earlier today he posted his video on Twitter and he showed off some of the Brady brand clothes and it's being advertised as clothing that performs across all of your daily lives and has great function and purpose. Well, people were pretty shocked to see that the plain $75 t-shirts are 70 or the t-shirts are 75 t-shirts are 75 dollars yes they're literally just a plain shirt with the word brady on it same thing for the sweatshirts those are 95 dollars now they made from cotton and bamboo like that's uh that's you know it's a big deal these days allegedly okay but still that's pretty expensive 75 dollars of course that's a joke yes no 75 dollars for a t-shirt is ridiculous 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 even you wouldn't pay that for your boyfriend dude honestly you could give me tom brady's gear for free if I have to wear something that says Brady across my chest, I'm out on that. Really? Yeah, I was I'm stunned. What I, I, I would have thought you would have been all over this. No. Um, if the stuff is cool looking and it really does perform well, I would possibly consider it. But if I have to wear the name Brady across my chest, forget it, dude. Did you wear uh, Von Dutch? Never. <laughs> Never. Did you wear... No. Um, no, no. Did you wear... Uh, uh, what's the one with the like the UFC fighter type guys wear? Um, Affliction. Yes, yes. No, I didn't wear those either. Me neither. I'm not wearing that kind of stuff. Yeah. I don't wear things that that say brands all over them. Yeah. 
I'm just well, curious because I would have figured that would have been like up your alley all that. Von Dutch. <laughs> remember Von Dutch? I do. And I remember thinking I ain't wearing that. What is yeah. Von Dutch? Yeah. I just watched The Curse of Von Dutch on Hulu. It's crazy. Crazy story. But anyway. These... There's a curse? Is it Von Dutch really? Oh, yeah. You have to watch it. It's insane. The documentary is absolutely nuts. There's a whole story behind that that thing. But with the Brady stuff, it looks like I just like printed it out on my printer. Right. Like there's a plain white T-shirt with like plain old aerial font that just says Brady and nothing else. It's crazy how basic it is. But I was going to ask you guys if you think that, you know, besides you two, generally speaking, do you think that people are going to buy this stuff? No. I no? think if you're a Patriots fan or if you're a Buccaneers fan or maybe if you're a Michigan football fan or maybe you're from the same part of Northern California, maybe – but I don't know about the rest of you guys. No. Walking around wearing Brady on my chest doesn't yeah. sound or look very cool to Swipe me. Swipe left. This is going to be a complete flop. <laughs> complete flop. All right, next one. A celebrity chef named Andrew Zimmern is making some predictions about the dining scene in the future. So between the labor shortages and food costs going up so high, Zimmern is suggesting that we might start seeing fee-based reservations soon. Charging a small fee for a reservation isn't a completely new concept. And in fact, some countries, it's actually normal for high-end places. But would you guys pay, let's say, like a 5 to $10 fee to make a reservation at your favorite restaurant? Swipe left or swipe right, Sedano? Swipe left. There's a million great restaurants, like, especially in a city like L.A. Like, what? Like, you kidding? Get out of here with that. No. Yeah, I'm trying to save my money just in case my dog needs back surgery. So for me... Yes. No, I'm out on that. I'm not paying money for a reservation. Yeah, that's stupid. What if everyone starts doing it? Then you're going to have to, Then right? I'll find different restaurants. I'll eat mm -hmm. at home. Yeah, I just think that that's silly. Like, what are you getting? Like, you're getting a seat? Like, you're charging a cover charge to get a seat now? Like, come on. Basically. I think yeah. the idea is that they can only raise the prices so much of the drinks and the food, so they're trying to find other ways to charge people, I guess. And this is this is an idea. So, yeah. Well, it's almost it's surprising. I don't go out that... that I don't go out that often anymore, like, to eat dinner. You know what I mean? Now I have two small children, so it's like, I mean, it doesn't affect me, but I still think it just seems ridiculous. You me. ever make reservations, though, on an app? Like, even just Like Yelp, Open Table, yes. for example. Open Table, good good example. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it, it would occur to me that eventually those companies might be the ones who go, okay, you want a reservation at this place? It costs five bucks. No, they do charge. Like they they'll do? Hold. Yeah, like I had to make reservations for my friend's birthday thing. It was a $75 hold. Oh, well, you don't, it was at like a big party though? No, no, it was like three of us. And oh. um, if Well, Morales went to a place like that that charged him on his credit card before yeah. he even went there. Yeah, yeah. that's so crazy. Mine, if no, you, you needed to cancel 72 hours before, um, I forgot and I was like, yo, I got COVID. And they're like, okay, we'll give it back to you. That's right. smart. That's smart. Mm -hmm. That's, smart. Yeah. Do That's that. crazy. But, but yeah, Morales went to. I remember having talking about this on the show that Morales did some. There was some place. I don't know somewhere. I remember like, this also. They charged his card before he went. He had to pay I, in advance. I, yeah, I don't remember what the name of the place was or what part of town, but it was. I want to say probably somewhere in the center, of the mid city area. But like. It, it, yeah, and I was like, no way, dude. There's got to be better steakhouses or whatever the hell I could go to than just that. Like, get out of here with that. So I stay consistent with that. Yeah, I'm All out, right, I'm out on paying for reservations. What's next, Lindsay? All right, so when Playboy founder Q Hefner died back in 2017, he was 91. He was remembered and even celebrated by many as a father of the sexual revolution. Mm. Well, here we are four years later, and now insiders are coming forward to share their accounts of Hefner and his empire for a new documentary series called Secrets of Playboy that's going to air later this month on A&E. 
Initial clips have been released and they're pretty scandalous. Here is a short clip of the trailer. There was a side of Playboy that nobody wants to talk about. He was an advocate for sexual freedom and the First Amendment. And he really did believe he owned these women. There's some things that I never saw the light of day. I didn't realize that getting into the Playboy world was a dangerous choice. He didn't want people to know what was really going on. Ooh, sounds very scandalous, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like it. So Cap and I started to have this conversation during a break yesterday, and I want to ask all of you guys, can somebody who's dead be canceled? Swipe left or swipe right? Sedano? No, uh, I would say no, because they're not around to be canceled, I guess. Um, although that word drives me nuts. Um, so I would swipe left. Uh, but it certainly could tarnish their legacy. I don't think there's any question about that. Sure. I was trying to say this yesterday. I'm like, wait a second. Hugh Hefner's dead. You can't cancel him now. You can tell stories, perhaps, make allegations, um, you know, let us behind the curtain. But you can't cancel the guy. He's too dead to cancel. You have to be alive mm -hmm. to be canceled. You have to feel the pain of cancellation. I think. Yeah, I don't know. I, agree. Look, I, agree. I, I feel I feel like you kind of can because, like, in a way, you know, the way that people speak of someone and like, oh, he's so wonderful. He saw this and he saw that. You know. Well, he got but the then, ultimate cancellation, as in he's no longer around. So <laughs> yeah, there's right. that. You know <laughs> that's what I'm true. Like, my God. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I think yeah. that's what Sedano said. You can just tarnish his legacy. I mean, you know, but yeah, it, the, I mean, right. are we really surprised? Right. Exactly. Like, no, not exactly. in the least. Actually, right. you know yeah. he yeah. thought he owned these women. Uh, I, I could have yeah. told you that when right. he was alive, just by yeah. looking at half the stuff that I would read or see. It's it's crazy. And then the girl's like, I don't know what's dangerous, girl. Bye. I mean, I'm sure at the moment, but it's, I got a lot of thoughts. I mean, 85-year-old guy shows no, up let with a 21-year-old woman, you know? Yeah. Go ahead, Laura. Well, it's just, it's crazy to me because as a woman, like, I'm all about being, you know, sexually free and, and empowering yourself. But at the same time is you doing that, not allowing a man to tell you to do that. And I think that's the difference that a lot of women have issues with because they feel like, oh, you know, someone is letting me be free. Like, no, you shouldn't. That That's not free. That's not freedom. If you feel the need that someone is letting you, it should be from you. So I think that's a lot of the the conflict that they were going through because they're like, oh, he's so revolutionary. And I'm sure he was at the moment. But there was so much more behind those scenes and the psyche of these women that they probably didn't even think about in that moment. You know what I mean? So it's crazy yeah. to me now. It's like you guys you guys think this is crazy now come on like we all knew it was happening at that moment just nobody wanted to talk about yeah wild um but you know i'll watch it i mean they sold me uh, the trailer sold mm -hmm. me so yeah I'll the trailer definitely uh sounds engaging like um these are things perhaps i didn't know let's or at least i thought i knew but maybe i didn't really know factually know so the detail let's see of it, it. yeah right, let's yeah. watch it yeah. i never knew it was that like yeah, 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 the extent of it. Like, I knew, like, obviously everything's not all on the up and up there with all those crazy parties and stuff. But some of the things I've seen just on social media about this documentary, it's like, whoa. Like, one of the, the headlines was like, oh, there was a cocaine-addicted poodle that lived at the Playboy Mansion. And I'm just like, what? There's some crazy stuff going on there. <laughs> cocaine-addicted poodles. Yeah. On the next uh, E! True Hollywood story. There you go. Uh all right, we're done here. That is Radio Tinder each and every day at 5.30. Momo's coming up at 6 o'clock. We're going to talk about the Lakers' mess with her. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? 
You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Man, this song really was like a phenomenon. That's really the best way to describe it at the time. He would wear those like really big, baggy, like Z Cavaricci kind yeah. of pants. Remember those? Yeah. And then MC Hammer had dance moves. Like we all thought Michael Jackson had the greatest dance moves in the world. And then yeah. MC Hammer hit the scene and we were like, oh my God, what is that? And right. this song kind of went from this. I remember like after this kind of like too legit to quit, which was another one of those songs that was a big phenomenon. Yeah. Yeah, but this one is way bigger than Too Legit to Quit. This is the one that put him on the map. I love MC Hammer. Yeah. Uh yeah, MC Hammer was like crazy. You want you know it's funny I mentioned E True Hollywood stories. Like if you did you ever see the behind the music on MC Hammer? Is this and, the on one VH1 where was the this the one where he explained about how he had gone through like a financial crisis? Yeah, he lost all his money basically. Yeah. 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 yeah, how he was just like helping too many people. Yeah. Entourages were too big. He's like, yeah, I got you, man. I got you. You got to be smart, man. That was a great show. They need to bring that back. Eat your Hollywood story. Yeah, I don't even watch VH1 anymore. Like, it's not even on, like, my radar to watch anything on VH1. Well, how about E? I mean, when was the last time you saw anything on E? I mean, it's been a long time. So I used to like Talk Soup occasionally, but um, and when Chelsea Handler had a show on there, I would occasionally watch that, yeah. but it's been a long time since I watched Probably that. Probably the too. last time I've seen E also, although there was a show recently on E!, that was a Jimmy Fallon produced show called Battle of the Cover Bands or no Clash of the Cover Bands. Oh, uh, you're a big cover band guy. We right, know that. Right. Yeah. And so a buddy of mine, my buddies, the Foos Fighters, not the yeah, Foo, the but the Foos, they yes. were on that show. That's what that's the last thing that got me to watch E Entertainment yeah. Television. Because your buddy was on, basically. That's it. Otherwise, you know, like the Kardashians or anything nah. else that's, you know, Ryan, whatever his name, what's his name? Ryan Seacrest. Anything oh, else yeah. that's Seacrest produced? No, I don't watch E anymore, ever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so real quick, Kendrick Perkins was on TV today and look, we started the show talking about how bad it's been with Russell Westbrook. It's really bad. Like uh, spoiler alert. I, I said earlier that if I were the coach of this team and I'm not trying to tell anybody what to do, cause I understand the politics at play and all this stuff. I'm just saying that if it were me, um, I would just be like, yo, Russ, the best lineups we have with you are with you and Dwight and three shooters. We're going to need you to become the sixth man. And, you know, a lot of great Hall of Fame talent have done that. Go ask Carmelo right down, you know, you know, the other side of the room here. Go ask Dwight on the other side of the room here, right? Like, there have been guys in this roster that have done that for the betterment of the team. And everybody, you know, not everybody, but a lot of guys go through this. And I think you're going through this. And I, that's how I would do it because I think that's the only way you can maximize him at the moment. Um, is by putting him around the players that make him work. And I just don't think it works with LeBron. I've never said that about any other player. I mean, it's crazy. Um, but I don't know if it works with LeBron um, for long stretches of time like they have it at the current moment. I'm not saying it doesn't work in short bursts, but I, I just don't know if that works, which also means you may not play him in crunch time. And I know that's got to be an even more difficult conversation, but I would at least start with coming off the bench because you're basically asking for AD to have to save your season because only LeBron is performing consistently. When you're depending on Malik Monk, Cap, and Austin Reeves, that is not where this season was supposed to be. 
That's right. But you just said a very interesting phrase, the politics in play. So here's my question for everybody. Are you telling me that because Russell Westbrook has put up incredible statistics his entire career, because he's the all-time triple-double machine, because he makes $47 million a year, that Russell Westbrook has to be on the floor, can't be told that it's time to sit or we're changing your role or we're changing, you know, which rotation you're involved in. I mean, the politics at play is a very interesting phrase to me, George. Well, but, it, but, that's, but that happens in a lot of sports. You know what I'm saying? Like right, Aaron, but when the guy's Brett not Favre playing, once said, I'm not here to mentor Aaron Rodgers. You know what I mean? Like, those things happen in sports. Guys don't – I mean, Aaron Rodgers didn't love that they drafted uh, Jordan Love, right? Like, you see it in all these other sports in baseball. Like, I mean, guys don't come to grips with their mortality or their sports mortality very easily. Right, but you just you just gave really interesting examples. I mean, Brett Favre was the Green Bay Packer organization. Aaron Rodgers has become the Green Bay Packer organization. Well, Russell Westbrook is a Hall of Famer. But but he's not a Laker Hall of Famer. He is He is a Hall of Fame player – because he has acquired tremendous statistical success throughout his career on multiple teams. Correct. Correct. He is not By the way, a Laker for life. He's not somebody that Laker fans have this ultimate love for. Um, he hasn't delivered a championship. So, so why is there this this what I'm going to call fear of telling a player, no matter how great his resume may be? What's that, dude? It, it's that. And by the way, again, you know, look at Carmelo Anthony. When he was with Oklahoma City, the, he was asked, would, would you ever come off the bench? And he literally scoffed at the reporter when he said that. He's like, me? Come off the bench? Like, nah, man. And then in Houston, the same thing happened. And and that, I mean, that didn't last very long. And now that one I feel like was a little disrespectful personally. But it took that and him basically being out of the league. Like, I remember when Carmelo did that interview with Stephen A. Smith at our studio, our TV studio here in L.A., and I was just like, Wow. Like, he will, he, you could tell he was willing to do whatever it took. And then Portland took a chance on him, and it worked out, and he's become a really good bench player. But it took all those twists and turns to get there. It's not easy, man. I understand that, you know, players have roles, players have egos, and players are generally, um, they're defined, if you will, by how much money they make or don't make. You know, your role is defined by how much money you make. Austin Reeves' role is this because he makes league minimum, and Russ's role is this because he makes $47 million. But, you know, on a night like last night, George, when you shoot the ball, when you, when you drive to the lane and you miss a layup, but you're still hustling your butt off and you get the rebound, and then you wind up shooting up a brick, at some point, you know, somebody, and I think it should be LeBron, if he hasn't already, should be saying to him, bro, this is a team game. This is why you don't have championship rings. You play an individual style of basketball. This is a team game. Pass the ball. How'd you acquire so many assists? Pass the freaking ball, particularly when you stink. And tonight was not your night, and the last three nights haven't been your night. Pass the ball, dude. That's so hard. Is that so much to ask? I mean, George, you're going to be coaching your team on Sunday, your girls' team. I mean, aren't you going to tell them to pass the ball? Yeah, I mean, they're seven years old. They have to pass the ball, yes. Okay, just want to make sure. Yeah. I mean, you still want to make sure you don't have one girl driving to the hoop, getting the rebound, shooting up bricks, and just continuing to shoot. Shot clock is ticking down. LeBron's wide open, 
and at six seconds you decide to shoot the ball from three and throw up yet another brick. Pass no, the that, ball. That 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 shot he took yesterday with a minute and ten seconds or whatever it was, down five. I just But that's him. Inexcusable, but it's it's what you signed up for. Um and I, you know, it's why I it's why eight games into the season. Kaplan, I told you, I've made a huge mistake picking them to win the championship. You did say that. Eight games and, in, and I, I was called an alarmist. But I saw this, and I'm like, ooh, this is not going to work. <laughs> like, it's not, and it's not. Well, it's it's not. Most people probably looked at this from the very beginning and said, this is a strange pairing. They did. No, a lot of people did that, but I was willing to give it a chance because, I, I, like I just said a few minutes ago, I've never seen LeBron not make it work with a player. And maybe it can happen, but I, I don't see a lot of paths to that at the current moment. Well, I'll tell you this. Um, you look at the Lakers' schedule, George, in the upcoming maybe next two to three weeks, the number of games they play against winning teams, the number of games that they play on the road, this season can be turned around at yeah. this stage of the game, or it could just go into a terrible spiral right down the drain. Yeah. Hey, real quick, we forgot because I'm an idiot. Um, we were going to do Lakers ticket Thursday here, and I told you 545, and I'm sure there's people waiting for the question, the trivia question. I'm an idiot. I forgot. Don't I basically so did, I did the Russell Westbrook thing, and I just went and hijacked the offense. Uh, without remembering my team and uh, you know the the loyal fans and and everyone here in the organization, so the question is this: very simple. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN eight seven 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 ten three seven seven six. We'll do it on the other side. We'll take your calls, um, and the first person to get it right wins the Lakers tickets. How much did I say I spent on my dog's back surgery? Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. We'll do that. We're back in two minutes. <laughs> 